Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hi, thank you very much for downloading episode 13 of Ultimate Couch Fans. I'm Christian O'Connell. With me as always is Brian Leftook Lacey. Leftook Lacey, not Turkish yeah. Brian anymore. It's the no. moniker's changed. Yeah, well, because I tell you what, saw you in action at the weekend. <laughs> saw me in action. ACB Sheffield, he was on the big TV on Box Nation, was Brian with uh, Frank. Frank Meehan, no, that's right. You two work really well together. That's good, man. He's good fun. He's he's great. He. Uh... It was really nice of you to drop in from a, uh, must have been a family wedding you were at beforehand, <laughs> because where... <laughs> Did that tie come from? Wowie. Orange with blue. Well, do you know, do you know? Last time I saw that was Five Star, when they were on Top of the Pops oh, in 83. I, do you know what? I actually know Five Star as well. That's it. They live in Camberley, not too far from me. So I'll, Are you winding uh, me up? No, absolutely. 100%. How, what? Uh, my, my wife is good friends with Doris from Five Star. <laughs> I think I had a crash on her. That's there. Uh, yeah, well, we can hook you up, mate. Yeah? That's fine. Oh, no this worries. This show's already going great, Look, guns. This is great. But I um, I, I thought I got a new suit. You, you've you've been to the... We should give yeah. them a shout out. Guards of London uh, did my suit and they sent it up. The it suit's arrived, cut. The suit's arrived. beautiful. They're Lovely. doing one for me. Lovely. The tie. But do you know what I said to him? Choice. I said to him, I said when we were doing this, the actual, we picked the colour and the cut and all that. Brian, the wedding singer, was bored on said, that night. I said, I said, what, what, what sort of tie? And he went, Can I have a toast to the top table? He went, any, any tie, mate, any. And you know what? I, I was brave because usually I'd go for a, a subtle tie. Yeah. But then I thought. I, I, I heard you'd go back to that. <laughs> but then I put the orange tie on. And actually, Matty, who does the suits, came up to watch ACB. And I said, what do you think of the suit? He went, I love the suit, mate. Love the suit. What do you say about the tie? Brave. Brave. <laughs> brave was the absolute adjective he used. So if you want to. Ch- and, and also, I got my first trolling on, on the uh, on the internet off the back of ACB. For, really? Well, for, now? For Welcome the my world you've for, arrived for the suit and tie so um the, 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 yeah so uh so yeah thanks thanks for thanks for rubbing salt in that wound you knobhead when are we next going to see that tie game that tie could bust itself out in a, a week's time maybe i don't know no oh, mate, mate. please i could i can do don't it for you consign mate. It. i can do what, what i'm looking to add now is a brooch i'd say a brooch a pin or what about a cravat one? Oh, cravat, <laughs> mate. That could, maybe that could be it. Yeah. John Gooden's got his bow ties. Yeah. I'm going cravat, yeah, mate. Yeah, you go cravat. Yeah, look. Full on English gen. I love it. And a monocle. Bring out the U-Bank. Just, that's right. <laughs> Imagine that, <laughs> that you put in after the fight oh, to interview the fighters. Oh, that'd be To quality. examine them close up with your close monocle. Up to see their, yeah. their scars and their wounds, <laughs> yes. their monocle. I love it. Let's take it right back to the night. A bit of racism in there as well. We'll do, we'll do the lot, mate. We'll do the lot. But thanks for that. Thanks for kicking the podcast off by kicking me in the dick. No, uh, I didn't hear me saying I didn't like it. I just oh, said, "Oh, oh, oh!" What were you implying with that tone? And that, <laughs> listen, and that, <laughs> I just said it was a. Listen. I just said it was great to see you bringing back the kind of uncle at the wedding look. <laughs> 
So it's for the top table. <laughs> oh, it's funny you mentioned that because that is my first ever trolling was because of that tie and suit. So, uh, yeah, it's brilliant. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. It, yeah, complex. I've packed my suit for Moscow hey, listen, already. Tell me more about five stars. <laughs> let's, get, <laughs> let's get back onto a good listen, foot. Listen, Dor- Doris is still recording. I Thank can get you, you one of her new, That's new, great new news, EPs, mate. mate. That's Thank it. you. All right. So uh, today's show, so many fights to talk about. Obviously, it was UFC Japan over the weekend. Bellator 183. Uh, Brian would uh, dropped in an organisation as well that he works for. ACB from a <laughs> wedding. Um, which we'll get to as well. Um, and uh, let's start off with a couple of emails. Tell you what, we've got some posh listeners. Really? Welcome to Clarence Harding. Clarence Harding. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know we had anyone that smart listening to the Look show. Look at this What Clarence... do you think Clarence Harding does for a job? So, oh, mate. If, when he's, what, no, when he's not wine tasting, he, uh, <laughs> he, is, he is whittling uh, croquet batons. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's Clarence. Clarence Harding. Uh, Hi, OC and Turkish Bry. Uh, big fan of the show since you started it. On your last episode, you were speculating about why is Gennady Golovkin called Triple G when there are only two Gs. Well, a quick Google search that either of you numpties could have done would have found out <laughs> his full name is Gennady Gennadyevich Golovkin. Hence the Triple G. Triple G. Um, don't you plums know how Google works? Well, listen, Clarence Harding, haven't been called a plum for a while. No, not by a guy called Clarence either, mate. This, yeah. is, a, this is a new one for me. Um, we do know how Google works, but listen, if you expect us to use it to do any research <laughs> yeah. for this show, you've come to the wrong place, yeah. okay, Clarence. Yeah, listen from show one as well, yeah. Clarence. You will, you'll fully understand. We've given you no impression that yeah. we didn't do no. any research. Yeah, all that we know what we are talking about, yeah. Clarence. That's it. But uh, thank you very much. Oh, good on you, Clarence. Shay Oh, they should also let us know where they're from as well, so what we should we can figure out where in the world they're, they're, they're sending in from. I don't know why Brian wants to look, <laughs> geolocate. What's your, do you want to grapple, Clarence? Oh, no, not, Clarence. Not these regional grappling clubs <laughs> you want right. to set up. Listen, I could be in your area soon, before, Clarence. You can't groom the listeners. Okay, okay? sorry. Uh, right. Tell look, us where you are. Yeah, let us know exactly yeah. where you are. But postcode, we'll need a postcode. <laughs> Waist, sat now. Waistline and in a leg. <laughs> Just so um, Ivan can come around. <laughs> what colour tie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is from Shay. Scenario. I love the. I love this. So they don't go high sometimes. No, it's it's scenario. scenario. Yeah. Scenario. You've been caught in the swimming pool changing rooms with a mirror on your feet, peeping under the cubicle next door for the second time in a month. Not again. <laughs> yeah. Your punishment is either three rounds with Andrade or one round with Gokan Saki. Whoever you mean wants. Andrade. Yeah, her. Andrade. Um, <laughs> a quick Google search for Tommy. That's not how you pronounce her name. <laughs> Which do you take? Oh my God. They, they both it's tough after the weekend. The weekend. You, you, what a weekend! Oh my god! Oh, three rounds as well because you think Gokansaki, he's he's sort of gassed a bit. Um, it, mate, he he was never going to make five minutes. No. One round, one round. But what um, an exciting round! Amazing. That was. Oh god! Well, let's keep our powder. We'll come to him in a minute. Yeah. Uh, in a minute. But between the two of them, what would you go? Oh my god! And Drudge, and Drudge as well. There's there's those take oh those throws that she was. That's such go, a difficult I'm go, one. Gokan Saki. Oh, mate. Because you think it'd be done within I, three it, rounds? Uh, not three rounds, mate. Yeah. I, 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 he would sort me out within sort 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, same here. Also, yeah, I think it's got to be Gokan because I think I actually think the beating, long term beating, Andrade could put on you. Humiliating. There's yeah. no coming yeah, back. No for that. coming back. There's 135 no pound Brazilian lady. Yeah. Half just your smashing size, you. Just smashing you. That top control yeah. she had. That, I mean, just pulverizing. Mike Tyson sort of coming at you. Sort of, yeah. Bloodbath. It was an amazing fight. Stunning, stunning, but yeah. Well, I, well, look, we're starting to really talk about UFC Japan, um, so let's go straight into it. It could have been the main event. 
The strawweight fight between one, the two One of the, the best girls. female yeah, MMA ever. fights I've, I've ever seen. And well, it was kind of like... nicely surprised. I knew it would be a good fight. Didn't think it was going to be quite like that or even go that way. I didn't, I didn't think, especially after the first couple of minutes, because I thought Gedalia looked sharp, she came striking. Out strong, didn't she, she was that long jab. She was using that, just the boxing her up in that first round. And then Andrade turned it around. And she set a pace that I didn't think she'd be able to keep. She's gassed before in fights. But she just, like, every position she was in, she was throwing a strike. Yeah, I thought her strikes. top control and just how she then dominant, I mean, utterly shut her out, really. That was one of the bloodiest female yep. fights we've seen as well. But Andrade got cut on the top of the hairline in the first round, survived that, and then she came back, she cut Gedalia over the eye, and the, the they were both absolutely... Gedalia, was it, was it me, Brian? Do you think she, she looked, seemed to gas? She, I, th- I think she struggled with the she pace. She just couldn't there's, cope there's with something, it. There's something, because when you're underneath somebody trying to get air, it is like, they, they describe it as like, drowning they describe it as that thing where you you just it's exhausting you can, yeah you can't find and Andrade did nothing but put a pounding that on was it. A, it was a really masterful performance that actually uh, was the best fight of the night what a good what a good run of female fights we've had as well so we had the Nunev Shevchenko we've got to come uh Yunjacek versus Nama Yunus and we've just had this in the middle it's it's oh, uh, I thought it was a, I thought it was an amazing fight yeah, a really yeah. smart enjoyable fight incredibly brutal took, took me by surprise but yeah. I didn't th- like you said I didn't think it was going to go that way it could have been bumped up to the main event yeah I, I would... noticed in Japan obviously the whole card you know were people that there were going to draw a crowd yeah um but I thought it was the best fight of the night by far oh easily easily most surprising most devastating most bloody most brutal most technical it was ever it was, it was awesome. the most most is what you're it saying it was the most the most it was the, the king most. of the most it was, as far as most goes i was <laughs> almost, won the most i was almost moist with how most I think it was they got the most most um bonus of the night they must have most mosted yeah. it because at least that's what i heard anyway yeah. from most people uh, also, I did. Then uh, we might as well talk about the man that we've uh, got the uh, Shay's emails about. Felt like we made a new friend at the weekend. Oh, did, did, oh. where's he been now? And obviously, know he's a K1 legend, a kickboxer, Muay Thai, but Gokan Saki. Gokan Saki in Japan. That's a really good. That's a good yeah. bit of matchmaking, wasn't yeah. it? That was clever. Yeah. I uh, here's the thing. The biggest thing straight away. The noise his punches was making. <laughs> I've not heard. He punches with sound effects. Yeah. Yeah, that, it sounded like it, Street Fighter Two. I mean, a on the SNES, smack in the face. Yeah, and we've we've heard Cain Velasquez knock people out, right? We've heard them before. We know those little gloves. I've never heard anything like that. Just that Mike Tyson dangerous and ten. It was with a, every it, punch. It was a diff. It was it was mind blowing the <laughs> yes. difference in power he got. And because the, the guy who fought the silver is a, a striker, they they matched it well. I think this is yeah. this is what they got to do with him for for future fights because they got a yeah, superstar. Any wrestler is going to double leg him and, and, yeah, and shut and, him out. And, and he needs time to grow his game. Needs time to grow his gas tank as well. Even he said he's used to that. Well, two and a half years out. Two and a half years out, and more used to three rounds. He's had over one hundred. And he's been wrestling with some of your Turkish friends that's, in the uh, uh, Turkish that's, wrestling that's, team. His take. Downs, I have to say, from someone who has never been in that discipline before. Yeah, well, well he's had one. He's had one MMA fight before. Yeah. so this is his first. Which I think he took it days notice. Something stu- he had to get explained yes. the rules before. He, 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 he wasn't. He never heard of yeah. it. Yeah, what am I going to do? But someone said, fight. "Do you want to fight?" And we yeah. pay those. Like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Um, but I thought his takedown defense was actually very good. But you're right, up against other opposition. But anyway, there are some fighters that we love to watch who may never go to re- be real champions. And maybe that's him. But that light heavyweight division needs some new fun energy. I was, and my oh. word, you'll watch any fight that he's that guy's on because that's 100%. 
He might not even make the three rounds until he was an energy champ because he must burn through so much fuel with those punches. Those, but the thing is, with his once he gets used to five rounds, if you look at his K1 uh, fights, he's they've obviously more rounds in that, and he's got his, he can do the oh, he, keep he, his power the all the way through. He's just got to get used to having to, and it, they would explain it. Dan Hardy explained it beautifully. The different set of muscles, the, the different aerobic energy you use, wrestling and grappling, even clinching against the cage, which they don't allow in the K1. Yeah. He be uh, he he can than before it's it's totally different it's your gas tank is your energy efficiency system is totally different in this sport well, yeah, than it is to that exactly you know they've got to grapple he's got to work on his ground yeah. game it's a completely it must be relentless yeah yeah but but like you said just watching him strike like wow. I, and the, the light heavyweight division needs something they need yeah, something special and they've got to be very careful how they match him now they they need to give him exciting fights exciting matchups and but you i don't want to see him in the next two or three fights against a wrestler because nah, you know what they do straight away not at all and they will take him down yeah. and they'll, they'll we don't need that we no. need we need superstars and if it takes two years for him to get his wrestling up to scratch what a fun ride let's have, have let's have six fights with him just doing stand-up wars with uh yeah and it might have, and people you didn't will see go. as well i started i just went down a youtube rabbit hole trying to find some of his k1 fights my word it's mm. it's worth a jump on there you also see what a good leg kicker he is that's you that's didn't really see a lot thing. of that i didn't realize no and he's fought um, Reem before. They had a, a yep. massive a, a cracking fight. I watched that as well. Uh, I thought, and also, bless him, he uh, he did the classic, this is my house. <laughs> this is my house. Yeah, yeah do you know what? On that <laughs> yeah. night, I reckon it probably you was. You can have that, mate. You can have that, It's okay? your B&B for that yeah. night, yeah. mate. It's your B&B. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not quite your house <laughs> no. yet. It's not quite your house. I'm sure there's a few people. Daniel yeah. Cormier would have something to yeah. say about that in the yeah. light heavyweight division. But a hell of a lot of fun. Oh, great, great fun. Lit the whole card up. Uh, all the people that I know that, that watch and cover things like Glory and, and Kickboxing and Muay Thai all spoke to me about this this guy's debut. Really? I've never heard of him. Loads of people sent me messages saying this is someone to watch. So I, I was intrigued as, as to how he would come out. And I think the matching was really good. I think uh, the finish was great. Actually, I listened to the interview with him on, on the MMA, MMA out on the way here. Yeah, I heard that And, and he week. said... Um, because they asked him, Are you, were you hurt at all in there? And that, you look at the end of that round and he's getting up against the cage, well, getting slumped. Well, fair play to him. I mean, I, I thought, oh my God, this guy's Oh, mate, I thought killed. he'd wilt. I thought, and he kept what's coming. A, what's he got for a head, a breeze block? And he hurt, I, I don't well, know. I thought, he's, he's not going to, if this survives the round, he's, he's going to, he's going to turn this around, yeah, actually, he's, because he's still got energy and he was clinching really well and he kind of rocked him a bit. He rocked him at the end and uh, Gokan Saki was asked, Ariel Hawani asked him if he, uh, if he was hurt at any point. He said, no, I lowered my hands so he'd hit me so I could counter punch him. And you just think, there you go. That's, out, right? that's what we need. That's what did. we it need. Was a, it, was a, it was a great finish. I, I, I really enjoyed that. Oh, I man. loved it. But it's, it's, like, it's, it's similar to like the Justin Gaethje's where people, yeah. no Those idea. Those two fights, just in terms of sheer fun this year. Yeah. Um, those well, like, oh, what's this? That. Well up there. Who, yeah. the, who the hell is this? Yeah. Why is he on the main card? Yeah. What the hell's going also, on? Also, what I like is a guy as well, used to get it with uh, Shogun as well sometimes, where you get a little bit of a muffin top going on there. <laughs> yes, mate. You know? yes, and Shogun mate. obviously was meant to be in the, the top. So I felt like a little bit of his physique was still in there. Yeah. Just a little bit of a gut coming just, up, peeking just, out just, over the yeah, top. Just like, I like, like seeing uh, that. Yeah, I like I that. I reckon yeah. that's where they get the power from. Well, honestly, it's the muffin I think, top I think the and those little kind of bathing trunks. It's underrated, mate. It's underrated, the muffin top. man alive that, the wallet, I rewound it straight away. You did what? Rewound it. <laughs> and, and I turned the volume up just to hear that pop on his punches. Oh, dude. And and also the speed. I yeah. think that was the, the speed, the accuracy. And like you said, we haven't seen his leg kicks yet. No. And, and my God, my God, he yeah. could chop down trees with those leg yeah. kicks. I thought it, that was great. And then... Um, 
Oh, I mean, another Von Flew finish. Oh, Ovens, Ovens, no, the Von Prue. That, yeah, I thought Von Prue now. They, clever. Uh, clever. Dan Hardy yeah. did well. I, I've got to say, actually, Dan, I thought Dan Hardy did a brilliant job. Dan he's Hardy come, really coming into his own He's now. great. He was with Todd Grisham, so that yeah. was Todd. Still got to get used to Todd Grisham a little bit. He's, yeah, he's new to the work. sport. He's very American, and, and he says a lot of obvious stuff. And you can see he's trying to avoid being Mike Goldberg. So there's that point where he yeah. goes, do you know that Mike Goldberg's famous phrase was, everything else is virtually identical. Yeah. He went, everything else is very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, you're on purposely, you've been told yeah. not to say virtually yeah. identical. But I thought, I thought our man Dan did a, did a great Dan job. Dan is the man. Yeah, that I think it. he's really coming to his own now. Yeah. Really, really good. But anyway, in terms of that, it was, it was kind of a straight, you, you can't even call it a fight. Mm. Because he always does that technique. He's famous for it. Yeah, well, five Von Flu chokes in the UFC and three so of them are his. why would you kind of put yourself in a position where, and grab his neck like that? Yeah. Well, you're so exposed to it. And he kind of came out, shot, pulled half guard, then grabbed his neck, and then that was it. That was it. And uh, it's just, I think people don't expect it. Not many people pull off Von Flu chokes. Not many people attempt them. And that over over the top is actually quite a natural thing to do. The only thing you've got to be careful of is the head and arm. But if you're yeah. in, in a good spot, you'll be, um, yeah, you're okay. So you don't actually, not many people think of that. But if you've watched any of Ovin St. Prue's fights, if you've watched That's any, the way he sets them up. Win when he trapped that hand, when he brought it yeah. around and then the glove was trapped under his arm, yeah. that's the setup. And he and goes then, for it instinctively. Yeah, and all they have to do then is Get your legs around to the to one side and just do that do that arch where your shoulders buried in and he put him out. That shows how powerful that that choke is. That's uh, that's yeah. That's just a, it's a it's a it's a classy wonderful finish. But yes, yeah, a short fight. It should never have been the main event. And the rest of the fight. There were some okay ones. Yeah. The Ishii uh, versus yeah. the uh, fight was pretty good back and forth. Uh, there was a couple of other ones, but I mean, it, it was fine. It's, I think they're struggling for superstars and yeah, people over there. And what they were trying to do was bring Shogun back to Pride. Yeah, he's obviously a big legend out there going to draw a crowd. Yeah, and, uh, and then put a market off the back of that and Shogun somehow still we talked about it before somehow is still number five in the world how? heavyweight. how how indeed he's not if, I think his last win was Corey Anderson which was close apart from that he's, he's not done anything spectacular no. or for anybody spectacular but that shows that the light heavyweight division's in trouble and that yeah. shows why we need people like uh, Gok and yep. all right let's talk about then hero and villain of the week at stop right there, Christian. Not yet. This is Brian during the edit holding the podcast up because we almost forgot, Christian. I can't believe we almost forgot to bring in and add the real Karate Kid. That is right. The Samsters' views and opinions over the action that's gone this weekend. Although I don't know where he recorded the views and opinions of the action this weekend, but it does sound like he's in a Victorian toilet. But bear with the sound because once again, the Samster has got some gold bombs to drop right on top of you. So let's get on with it. Let's welcome the real Karate Karate Kid, Oos. Oos, this is a Samson, a real Karate Kid. I've got to make it quick because I'm running late for my adult Kaikashinkai class. Okay, some of my favourite parts of the weekend, which had filled with so much, we had Bellator 183 and UFC Fight Night, so there's so much to cover. Um, I loved Ishiera versus Dai, and especially Ishiera's sweep the leg. That was brilliant. Um, I also loved the Saki versus the Silver fight. Uh, the light heavyweight fight where Saki came out like a bulldozer, really strong with that knockout power, knocked down to Silver, 
Next thing you know, he's run out of gas and De Silva had Saki up against the ropes. Now, at this point, I thought that De Silva was going to knock out Saki by TKO. Then, when Saki came back with the 1-2-3 combo and knocked him out, I should just point out that at this point, I watched the fight at about 7 o'clock in the morning, so all my family were in bed asleep. I let out a gasp that was so loud, I woke up every single one of my family. Um, so, the USC can have that as a tagline. Uh, the other fight that I really liked was the co-main event, which was Gadella versus Andrade. Now, Andrade just outperformed Gadella in every, every element of the game. On the ground, with that ruthless ground and pound, and even stands up, just outboxed her. So I thought that was a really, really good, uh, aggressive and dominant performance from Andrade. Potentially can give Hoanna a bit of competition, but I don't think it would be enough to to take her title away. Um, I thought of that when the commentator um, said, shout out to Hoanna, as if he was some local wacky radio DJ. No examples given. Uh, and then obviously the main event of St. Prue versus Akami. Uh, so OSP, obviously notorious for having probably Jones's worst performance, who we'll come on to in a minute, don't you worry. And it's sort of, I thought that it was going to be a really interesting matchup. I thought OSP had the advantage that it'd be um, his counter punching and his sort of awkward, unorthodox um, power as well would take Akami out. Um, but then I thought that Akami might be better in the long run with his sort of shot efficiency. And also St. Cruz quite a bit bigger. But he didn't even come into it um, after that really nice choke that I'd never heard of. So I thought we could also talk a little bit about Bellator. I thought Pico performed really well, especially after his, um, his disappointing debut at MSG. So that's really good for him. And then also... Cruz has said he wants a rematch against Cody. Now, we can obviously talk about this next week, but I don't think this is good for Cruz. I think that in the first fight, Cody outclassed Cruz on the feet and that he'd really come up with a great game plan, which I don't see why he couldn't use again, on how to beat Cruz. I really can't see Cruz being able to beat Cody again. Now, if Cody does beat Cruz again, I think that solidifies him as the best bantamweight ever, arguably. Then Miocic is still going on about his fight that he wants against Anthony Joshua. I'd rather see Miocic versus Daniel Cormier. I think that, to be honest, it was going to be apparently Miocic versus uh, Jones. That obviously didn't happen. I think it would be great to see how Cormier uh, manages to sort of adapt to Miocic's... I don't think I could have just pronounced his name any worse. Try and say Miocic five times, you'll see what I mean. Uh, so it'd be interesting how Cormier deals with Miocic's uh, power and how Miocic deals with Cormier's wrestling. Um, talking of Cormier, OC, I know the real reason you didn't want me on the show this week. You're avoiding your Jones love letter, aren't you? Now, something that was to do with the Jones love letter that um, I saw this week was Mark Hunt's response to PED use which I think was really motivating and was a real reason why we should get rid of PEDs in this sport. He said, and I quote, I'd be champ already if it wasn't for the cheaters. I'd probably be retired sitting at home playing video games all day, eating KFC. Or inspiring. Um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of um, 
the weekly roundup of the UFC and Bellator. I've just realised I said I'd make it short and I've made it the longest one so far. So until next week, Earth. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Who have you got for your hero of the week? My hero of the week, my friend, is the immortal. Mr. Matt Brown is my hero of the week. He has announced his retirement ahead of his next fight against Diego Sanchez, which, my God, this is is the thing. That could actually end the world, those two. That could end the world. Yeah, there could be a, a... Black hole. It's not going to be Trump that ends the world. It's those two. No, that's it. Forget North Korea and forget the USA. Those two going just facing off might be. But that's why. I mean, you kind of forget Matt Brown's career and he's such an exciting fight. And when you think about the matchups like that, where he's got Diego Sanchez, you just think, uh, what what a spectacular war that is going to be. And that's what you get with Matt Brown. You know, someone who's going to bring it. And you forget that he turned his career around. He came out of tough. Yeah. He had a couple of bad losses and he was on the verge of being cut. And uh, uh, he then um, he went on a six, seven fight win streak, including wins over Eric Silva, a comeback win over him. Wonderboy Thompson, he beat him on his debut. Um, so he's just been in and around for a very... Do you know what he's, he's got the true warrior fighter spirit. And I think if you're a UFC fan and have been for a couple of years, we all owe him a huge debt of gratitude because whenever he's fighting, it's never a dull fight. That's right. That's, and I think you need to, we need to acknowledge that. What we should also say is perhaps Diego Sanchez should have retired. <laughs> yeah, I fights. mean, um, <laughs> what's going on there? Someone have a word. <laughs> uh, the other thing I like about uh, Matt Brown, I'm trying to find it here. Matt Brown has developed... Uh, his, <laughs> his own training piece of equipment. What is it? The War Wagon. The war wagon, which is basically that like fifty shades. So you, it could be used at that. It's very versatile. But basically, do you know when you see uh, people doing cardio and they're pushing the the, uh, the sleigh, the sleigh, the sleigh. He's developed something which is basically, and it's called the war wagon barrow because basically it's it's a wheelbarrow. You put, <laughs> you put weights on. What field of cement? You just put weights on it. Because I do that with my wheelbarrow, my kids. Yeah, you can run around the garden. You can yeah. have a bit of fun. But he's developed the war wagon. He's put a lot behind it. If you look at him in training. Why is it the wall wagon? Is there a wall in the wagon? It's, it's a war. War. Oh, I see. War, it's no, wall. not wall. Cement. We could have yeah, cement in it. Imagine trying to push a wall. But basically, he's he's been touting oh this my. thing as a specifically designed piece of equipment. It's basically a wheelbarrow. But I wish hey, you listen, all the best. Okay. Like, hey, if I'm in. If that's what his pension plan is, let's yeah. all get one. I'm, I'm going to order one okay. right now. Yeah, that's it. That's So Matt Brown's my hero, mate. Uh, mine's actually a boxer. It was Luke Campbell. It's Luke Campbell. Um, he fought over the weekend. He went toe-to-toe in absolute war. He will be a future uh, world champion, Luke Campbell. Brilliant fight. Beaten by a split decision. Down in the second. 
Turns out after the fight, his dad died two weeks before oh, the fight. Oh, dude. It's dude. proper Rocky stuff. And we talk about the spirit of people like Matt Brown. Luke Campbell's got that as well. He's a really, really exciting prospect. He's got the uh, true kind of material and stuff that's in his heart that he will be a, a world champion one day. I really wow. hope so. But I was really impressed. He, he he didn't buckle. I say he was down. It looked like he was down and out in the second round. He came back. It was a really close decision as well. It was a toe-to-toe fight with someone who was way more experienced than him. And it turns out his old man died two weeks before the man, fight. that's crazy. Oh, my heart melted for him. But he, he is my hero of the week. Matt, well, I just just to touch on that, because we had a fighter called Ibrahim, Ibrahim Shuzhugayev fight on ACB in Sheffield. And his dad passed away last week. And he was he was about to come off the card. Um, but decided what about Luke Campbell's dad? What's was, going on? They might be related. What's everyone's fight? His dad? What's but, happening? So he fought and he, and he won a spectacular knockout against Will Noland. Um, but that reminds me of the story. Do you remember Riddick Bowe when he talked yeah. about the Tyson? If you haven't seen this, go on YouTube. There's a little... Um, um, bit where he talks, it's, it's been cut down into like an inspirational, motivational quote, and it talks about him getting ready to fight Mike Tyson. His mother passes away a couple of days before the fight, That's right. and he's getting beaten up, and there's just this thing inside and said, I will not lose. And and if you ever want inspiration, or if you're ever in a tough time, you think about how to get through it, honestly, that is that is one of my favourite little YouTube clips to go and watch. So yeah, tune in. Um, who's your uh, villain of the week? Oh, mate, I'm going to keep it very specific. Japan. <laughs> Yeah, Japan. Japan is my. Are we villain, both talking villain. about the weight cut? No, no, mate, not at all. No, oh. we could talk about that separately. Japan is. This is. We're in the year 2017, and, I, and there's a there's a thing about when people talk about Japan and going, oh, they're so respectful, it's so quiet in the arena. You can hear the pin drop. Fuck off. Do you know how hard it is to fight for a fighter to get motivated and say, "Listen, Japan, buy some tap out gear, drink some beer, have some Jaeger bombs, start swearing at the camera, kick off, get some atmosphere going." It was, de- it was because dead in there, wasn't it? it? I, I always love the way people talk. Oh, it must be amazing to fight with this. It's not. It's not. I've been. I've been to shows where the fighters come out and the, the arena's not full. It's, you can see it's difficult for yeah. them to get hyped up for it. So for the yeah, main, we, 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 we both do stand up. You know, it's, it's the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a lot of my I gigs mean, are like. That, yeah, mate. No, I don't want to say anything, you know. <laughs> we both do stand up. You in theatres, me and me and uh, uh, yeah, working hey, hey, come on now. Hey. Those Weatherspoons, what you do with yeah, them, no. with that whole wedding <laughs> singer act. I love it, you know. And that's when I first. Is that Orange Child? Those first ties don't pay for themselves, mate. They don't, mate. Pay, they don't pay for themselves. But I just think there's that. It's whole, strange, isn't it? It's, because they're fight fans. Show it then. And they've also they've had they've had the glory days. They've had yeah. pride. They've had Proper, even, even dreams. Amazing. But there's there's something where people go. It must be amazing to fight there. And I've never bought into that. I'd love Japan. I'd love to go over there I'd love to see the culture all that sort of stuff but for the fights for these amazing cards or these mediocre cards that we're sending over to Japan just just get involved well, come especially on. when there was some there was some really good fights yeah Goku and Saki that, I mean that, that's a great what's not fight. To about that? that's a great he's fight. a very much their kind of fighter yeah as absolutely well. Aggressive. and he's fought there before yeah he's, yeah he's, he's actually a good a good place to put him but but it's just when when it's so quiet when it's so quiet I just think come on Japan Come on, yeah, have a Jaeger bomb. Have wake a Jaeger bomb. Come on, drink Come on. something. Drink something. Have some. Have Throw some, up. Yeah, something. St- you know, it's just yeah. Kick off. You've in the seen crowds. how we do it over here when yeah, it all kicks that's off. That's right. That I'm is saying right. go endorse all of that, but maybe yeah. meet, let's meet Me, in the middle. Let's okay? meet halfway. To you know what we need. You to bring do is, the sushi. We'll bring the. You vodka, know what we need to do. Right? We need to export weather spoons. That's right. That's why they don't <laughs> have it. If they're spoons just outside. Hey, if we'll we'll bring you. Ironically, we'll bring you a bar with no music. They give us micro culture. 
culture and all those things. We yeah. give, we give you Weatherspoons. Weatherspoons. Curry and a pint for four ninety nine on a Sunday. That's fucking perfect, you know? mate. That's it. We've What's got wrong it. With We've that? got it. So j- yeah. Japan, mate. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be belittle them all, but no. you know, just just. Uh, Mine is going to link to that, and it's it's what's going on quite a lot at the moment, and I don't know what what there is to do about it. You might know more about this, but the the weight cutting is becoming oh, a really dangerous. It's the scariest issue. part of the sport. I mean, if you're collapsing like that, and it's. It doesn't feel like it's a one-off as well. It feels like we're getting quite a lot of that fights being pulled. You know, um, it happened with uh, Demetrius Johnson, and you know, it's a lot of people who are obviously going. Something's got something's going wrong there. I don't know what it is. It's it's it is the worst part of the sport because it is that little thing where you gamble with your own body. How much will I deplete it to gain? What advantage? And you it's literally, you do not know what the advantage will be because you don't know how you, you will feel after a weight cut. For people who don't understand what people do to weight cut, they will, um, up till uh, part of their camp, it's not dieting, they will water load. So what they'll do is they will, by on the, the week of the fight, they'll be drinking six, eight to ten gallons of water and then they'll just stop. So Thursday night, they would just stop drinking. They'll have loaded their body. What's the science behind that then? What happens then? What happens it, to the body? It's tricking your body. So your body right. then, your body goes into flushing out water oh, I so, see. It, so is, it will just completely dehydrate it, you. it will basically so you, you overhydrate yourself so your body is, yeah. is used to pushing it out and then very quickly you just stop and then you'll go uh, you'll use Epsom salts for hot baths or you'll use saunas and sweatsuits and then you just sweat out all, all this I've seen uh, with, with Luke Barnett is the uh, uh, was was on at the um, at the weekend he's six foot seven uh, should be a, t- a 205er and it's going up there going now, back up to that but made his last weight cut to, to 185 and it's it's it is he looked hollowed out hollowed out and the long term effects we, we, we still don't know it's, you are literally cutting yourself, you're killing yourself your your organs are close to shutting down well, you um, saw with the guy collapsing at the way and yeah. you were just like oh god something's just, this is just needs to start, they need to figure out 1FC have tried to do something else so 1FC have changed their mm. rules they had a, a horrific thing happen last year a 23 year old uh, rising superstar cut weight to a point where he had a cardiac arrest so he's, he's, he literally had a heart attack they couldn't risk resuscitate him um, and he died 23 years old that's, that's one of the, he's fitter than any man you will yeah. ever meet 99.9% of people yeah. on the planet and he cut his uh, did something to his body to himself to try and gain the advantage to make weight yeah. that uh, that meant that he, he, he died and he just didn't do it properly um, and now what 1FC have brought in is you'll be weighed uh, throughout your camp, so your uh, oh, weight right. and your hydration levels. So you get more of a proper tapering, basically. So you don't get this drastic stuff going on the last so forty-eight have, hours. So you fight within your weight class. So it changes where the belt sits. So say like Ben Askren is the one seventy-pound champion. Yeah. Actually, he would probably be one eighty-five, one ninety-pound champion because that's probably where he cuts down from right. to get to one seventy. But um, do you but think the UFC will ever do that? It's, it's a massive process. Mm. It involves more it's money, money, and it's difficult on the fighters. The whole lot. So and like I said it will change divisions it will it will completely change the look yeah. of every like division and uh it needs to happen because mm. the the thing that will kill this sport isn't and well if there's, a, if there's worst case scenarios if it's 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 horrific if someone's collapsing at the weigh-in but then if they manage to get through that and they're going into into the most extreme sport in the world yeah. it's combat fighting you know it's cage fighting it just is especially the ones when they're going five rounds if it only takes one instant in the ufc in there and it confirms everyone fears about this being, you know, yeah. cockfighting. Yeah, and the the scariest part of it is, and this is just a bit of anatomical knowledge. The uh, the first place to dehydrate is your brain. 
the last place to rehydrate is your brain. So as far as the most, the organ that is the most dangerous in taking those headshots, yep. if you have not rehydrated, this is why we at ACB and also the UFC do it now, we do early morning weigh-ins. So we do... we they, What, the day before? So the day before they can yep, weigh so in like from nine, 9 till 12. Yep. They can weigh in. and the, So if they get there at 9 o'clock and they weigh so in... So you almost get a full two so days. So you get a full of, day and a half to yeah. rehydrate yourself, which kind of takes a bit of it off, but they still... I see, I've seen fighters carried onto a scale stand there wobbling and then they step off and they lay down while their coach puts water in it's not safe it's not good That's nuts. It's, it's, it is nuts it's the most dangerous part of the sport and what I've seen another fighter as well won't, won't say who his name is but was so far off weight and didn't want to miss it because he didn't want to lose some of his purse uh, spent the night in the sauna uh, in a sleeping bag in a sweatsuit and I'm talking not just 40, 50 minutes, hours, what? and his coach has left him alone there as well. This is this wasn't ACB, this was somewhere else, but they, they literally uh, left him die. unattended in a sauna, uh, which is crazy and absolutely crazy. Well, I appreciate it. I respect that, you know, in integrity, you won't say who it is, but we know it's not Roy Country Nelson. <laughs> That's one person it's not. Because he ate his way out <laughs> that bag. Forget, if you're impressed by a muffin top, mate, you <laughs> must have absolutely been standing ovation. Let's go on to uh, Benatar then. So making his debut was... Uh, Big Roy, Country yeah. Nelson, um, and it was a it, his, his fight was a good fight. Yeah, it was good to see him. He he, he made a good debut, but there was one point where um, he was sat in his stool, and oh, I say sat in, he doesn't sit on the stool. <laughs> you can barely see the stool, <laughs> and it actually it, it, it was the uh, obviously it's sponsored by Subway, and it was like Subway uh, Monster Energy, and it looked like it was his diet. Oh, you know my those God. words. That's I, I don't know whether he gets if he got submission, he gets Subway of the night or something. That's, That's how they right. pair him for, yeah. for, big, for Big Roy. <laughs> um, it was it was great. So I, I, he's another fighter who's a fun fighter. He's, he's a fun fighter and a, a great, glad he's in Bellator. Great signing for Bellator. Perfect yeah. signing for Bellator. Uh, and good he got the win as well. What's yeah. happened with a lot of UFC fighters that go over there, um, and we'll talk about another one in a second. They've gone over there and they've not done particularly well. No. Not looked particularly good. He's the, he's, the heavyweight division is different. Like yeah. the, the level of talent is is different. But Roy Country Nelson is a great personality. He's a proper draw, and he's uh, he's he's the. He's, he's not even the everyman. He's, the, no, no, he's no. the other man. He yeah. is the like, yeah. He, he is the trucker that just takes his shirt off. He and looks like he's shit. just gone out the bar. He's a jujitsu player. He's actually. Oh, yeah, if, no, if, no. If, that's if the you, thing I'm about. He's, he's deceptive. If you were, uh, if if when they introduce him, he's actually a jujitsu fighter. <laughs> Can I know. you imagine being under him? Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. So, so yeah, he, he got the win, which which was good. I think, and also because Frank Mir's there, they fought once. Yeah, maybe down the road. That's I hope quite so. A, quite a nice fight. I uh, I thought it was one of the best uh, Bellator cards. I thought it was really exciting. Lots to like about it. And then two amazing knockouts. Paul Semtex Daily. Um, you know what we were talking in the last couple of shows about um, what would make the ultimate MMA fighter oh yeah I'm going to add in his left hook his left hook mate I think it's, it's the money. greatest it's... left hook in MMA ever go on YouTube right I know we keep giving you a lot of there's a lot of reading materials a lot of homework, catch up. A lot of homework. homework. but That's you know, it, you, know. It, you know we won't go online to do any research but you <laughs> yeah, need to we're not to. googling shit guys and then you can we've got Clarence us, we've right? got Clarence he'll help us out <laughs> but have a look at uh, my favourite ever uh, boxer is uh, Sugar Ray Robinson alright and have a look about how he just sort of jumped his shot and he had an amazing left hook. It's a very similar one because he did that spinning back fist on Lorenz and then just 
it, you can it's so quick and he doubles up with another left hook yeah it was it was a great finish and i think because the fight if we look at the momentum of the fight it was kind of a feeling out first round i was a lot of mutual respect i was surprised larkin stood with him i was yes. i was then he came into more of a clinch in the second round and when when you threw that spinning back fist i think jimmy smith sort of said i don't think that affected him much but if you look where it hit it was a forearm right behind yeah. the ear and, and it I, stunned him and it stunned him but then he threw that it, it, it just got that, you know, we just re- realised, oh, I've got him. Got it. I've and got his attention. Le- le- yeah, got it. But that left hook came so quick. Oh. It was completely out of rhythm. He just threw it. It was short left hook as yeah. well. And then he just went, oh, shit. And he finished him. It was, yeah, it was, was on him. It's, and it's one of those things that like he even said at the end, the only people that have stood with me and survived are Nick Diaz and Douglas Lima. Um, and if you look back at his career, he is, I know he had that moment with Josh Koscheck, but wouldn't we all love to smack Josh Koscheck when he's not looking? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and he's there's there's that sort of thing around him. But for a British, and he, he doesn't want to be called an MMA fighter, but he is, for a British MMA fighter, he is uh, he's vastly underrated. And he, another sign that off the back of that Rory McDonald fight where people thought, oh, maybe he's done. Uh, he's still dangerous. 30 KOs in his professional record. 30. He's knocked out 30 people. And that's just MMA. Not yeah, That's no. not K1. No. That's not kickboxing. Yeah. And that's not the streets, mate. No. Because I can guarantee you. Oh, there's been a few other uh, fights at Weatherspoons. I suppose there's been a few Weatherspoons in Nottingham <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with Semtex. But really exciting. And then and then the other, I would say, uh, straight surefire contender of just... Uh, old-fashioned, proper spark out. Has he just killed that man? Stiff, Knockout of the year. Stiff, stiff, Aaron mate. Pico. Oh, well, he had that debut where everybody was touting him against. I've forgotten his name, but, oh, but, he, but he got beaten you. by somebody. Uh, it was a tough fight for him, um, but then he came out and he showed exactly why. Because his wrestling credentials, this is what he's known for, his wrestling. But you see what he did to that guy. Like He went stiff it before was, he... He kind of intercepted a punch that was coming his way. And it wasn't like a typical left hook in terms of the position it's thrown in it kind of went under his guard like yeah. a shovel hook yeah you get in a lot of other martial arts and it was so and he was he was polax i mean he was, was out on polaxed impact indeed. <laughs> it's, it it's almost difficult like, to watch it's, ter- oh, is he dead it's like terry etum do you know when he got that spinning <laughs> yeah. in there it's just he just yeah. went he went stiff but it's not just stiff it's the face that Oh, but yeah. I realise now why there's been so much hype around Aaron Pico, yeah, and, and not just in Bellator, in the whole world of MMA. They've been saying mm. this guy's got so much potential, and you were like, "Oh, I'll get it now." Okay, no, he's, he's that special. was his debut. He is special. He's yeah. he's he's done what everybody kind of knew he could. People talked about his hands. He's, he's I think I've forgotten where he's do, he's doing some of his boxing, but he's sparring with some. Uh, That's right. It's um, it's a it's a it's a high level. It's not it the one with Freddie well. uh, Freddie Roach, is it? Uh, I think it's Papa Roach. Papa Papa Roach. It's a nineties. Go going? online. Five star. Five star. Eighties, nineties. We are very topical. Hey, Chumba Wumba. Let's all get the them on the podcast. References. Let's go. <laughs> hey, he got knocked down. He no, stop it. Um, but yeah, he, he, it was it was the debut Bellator. And, Kind of wanted him to have, yeah. but it's Scott Coker. Scott must Coker. have been like Mr. Burns watching oh. all of that. What with Roy having a great debut, Aaron Pico coming good, yeah. and Paul Daly. Yeah, and then what an amazing moment! Rory McDonald coming from the set of a new Steve Jobs movie. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened with him, mate? What's like going on? 
I mean, he oh, just looks dear. like Bond baddie. Yeah, yeah. Sp- speaking of Bond, I didn't want to. Yeah, when I drove here, first of all, we're back in the chalet. We should we're let back people in the, in the we're chalet. Back in the, uh, the uh, I didn't ever notice on that roundabout your lovely cock on there. That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a metallic. Well, massive, I've had some work massive, done. Massive. But there was before I turned into your drive. I might say turn in. <laughs> well, I don't know why. When Brian turned up today, I ran out to just check he was all right because it looked like he was in a high pursuit chase. That's right. I just did a handbrake turning to a drive. But before I turned in, so just on the road where it turned, there was a guy with a black Mac uh, uh, glasses, uh, a real proper side parting with a suspicious limp. So I uh, looked like a bat James Bond baddie or uh, one of the guys from a low, a low. <laughs> Look, at there's another reference for you. Oh, all the topical ones. There we go. Uh, on, on your drive. But yeah, Rory no McDonald's. No one is more Bond baddie in that Ronet. When have you seen a Ronet like that? Uh, not for a long time. Up a time. ski uh, bar or something like that. Up, oh, up a mountain on a Blue Jesus. Rumba, that, that, that roll neck on him. Yeah, no. Just that staring he does is just, it's not stare down, it's a just chill down. Yeah, absolutely. He's but a, I love it. He's just this cartoon baddie, Rory, isn't he? He, he is, he's, and he's he's got this weird persona, but... He's chilling. He's, he's utterly, ch- utterly he's, chilling. Yeah. You know, is there even a BPM? Is there even one no, a no, minute? I don't no. think there is. Michael Bisbin's dressing heart rate 38, and... Uh, that Rory, would be fast. R- r- that would be fast, yeah, that's Rory. Too, that's, that's him down a but ski slope. I got excited when I saw him just, you know, just the him that rolling it. I was like, there he is. There he is. <laughs> the Coles killer. You wouldn't want to look on his hard drive, no. would you, mate? That's oh, oh my, my god. Can you imagine no. what he's Amazing. doing? What, what gets him off? Yeah. Jesus um, Christ. But no, I, I really enjoyed. I thought over over the weekend, what with better tour, and also we should talk about what happened in Sheffield. ACB. Your organisation, ACB. ACB. If you want to watch more fights uh, that Brian commentates on with uh, Frank Me, and they do a brilliant job together. Back on Box Nation this weekend. Back on Box Nation. So yeah, we yeah, we uh, we're in Moscow. So we've what got kind of tie are you going to rock this weekend? <laughs> you know what, mate? I think gonna, I might phone. I don't it. want to see you come back with a dull one that you've been you've been hurt by the trolls. I might send you a few uh, options because I, I feel we'll let, we'll let we'll let the listeners we'll we let Clarence, let the li- Clarence okay. can pick, pick my tie. Pick your tie, my tie. So I'll, I'll go out with a few options, including the garish orange please, one. Please, <laughs> I thought that Part was wants you to see it wear it back out as if a kind of <laughs> fuck you to the trolls, oh, mate. It might just might just happen, you know. <laughs> Oh dear, but, but yeah, there's some great fights. Oh man, this so, so ACB Sheffield was was amazing. This weekend we have got ACB 71, which is two title fights, an interim title fight, Edward Vartanian versus Koshkin. People won't have heard of some of these fighters, but this card I, I is ridiculous. So Peter Yan, the 135 champ, is taking on Mateus Matos, uh, who's a Brazilian. Right, how do you do, know all those names? And what I've noticed is. Frank and you work really, really well together. In that, Frank knows to let you do, look after that bit. Yeah, that's right. Frank, Frank does. doesn't say any of their names. I'll be, I'll be honest. First time Frank guy. sees Frank some of them. The big is, guy, the tall guy. That's right. There we go. We'll talk about the color of their trunks. Oh, he he will, he will pick a nickname very quickly. So he will like down down downgrade it to just a quick nick, nickname. He's got a new fan in um, Steve Bunce. Has he really? Yeah, yeah that Bunce, was great he, though. This this was so. You're on the couch with uh, Steve Bunce. We and got Box to Nation. Box Nation. So we went down for for eight minutes of gold tv uh the back down to london from sheffield and buncey couldn't have been nicer like he was genuinely like in buncey love with frank. Is, a, is a top top man what a dude mate yeah. and he lived up to like because I've, I've listened to obviously with you doing him fighting yeah. talk and things yeah. like that always, been always one of my used favorites. to call him the fifth bg 
Very big emotional man. He's a hundred percent fan. Oh. Genuinely a brilliant writer as well. The best yeah. one of the best boxer writers in the world. Steve is great. But what I like about him, he's a he's a proper fan, but he's a respectful fan. And knowing Steve, I get I, I bet he would have talked to you beforehand about how it's gonna go. 100%. And then it all would have gone out the window because Steve doesn't have any kind of memory no. other than uh great fight stories. Good good fight stories and he'd research Frank as well. He, like, and actually he was at he covered the Albert Hall one when the first time the UFC came here, he covered the um, um, Did he? Frank Mir versus uh, wow. uh, Freeman, Ian Freeman. Ian Freeman. Yeah, yeah. that was the first one I saw on TV. Yeah, so so he was there for that. So he, they had right. a little back and forth. Um, and he was brilliant with us. So we were the first ever MMA people. I, I'm grouping myself in with the two-time heavyweight yeah. world champion. Yeah. We were the first ever MMA representatives on the Box Nation. The uh, Royal Bunce, We there. Bunce, Bunce's yeah. Boxing Hour. We Did you hear him, with, listeners? The Royal We. The Royal We, that's yeah. right. But he was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the fights, the fights in that Sheffield was great. Luke Barnett took on Scott Askham. It's a big old following that Scott had. The, isn't it? Uh, the atmosphere was crazy. It was, it was. I've said it on the broadcast. It felt more like a rave. Like they kicked off uh, some tunes, and the crowd were on their feet, going nuts. Um, and uh, and Scott was great. Scott was clinical. He was calmer than I, I thought, thought he, he was going to be. I thought he uh, boxed really well. Really, his counter boxing was great. And and Luke got caught. And uh, I think Luke was so set on trying to knock him out that he didn't switch up any yeah. takedowns or grappling. Uh, but we had great fights. Kane Musa versus Alex Enland. Uh, uh, really good prospect fight. Jordan Vachanik versus Shoab Yusuf. The two UK fighters. Or back and forth battle between those two. Who and did, your man Bubba as well. I uh, Bubba I was Jenkins. Bubba, Bubba Jenkins. Bubba, great name. I'm a bad man, Jenkins. But, yeah. Um, good fighter. Really good fighter. Mm, interesting he, story as well. He took on a tough, tough opponent, but he uh, he came back down to 145. He debuted at ACB at 155, just went up against a monster. Ali Bagov, who is fighting in Moscow this weekend against a Brazilian called Hederson Batista, and they're both huge lightweights. They're ridiculous lightweights, and uh, uh, Bubba Jenkins just got outsized by him and, fin and finished, but came down to... Uh, lightweight took on Diego Marlon, but featherweight, sorry, Diego Marlon, and just beat the living shit. No, he really out did him. beat the brakes off him. I beat think it's the phrase. The shit no, out it was him. incredible. So it was chilling. Great. He's a dangerous man. A dangerous, dangerous. He's man. a problem as well. He's a he's a problem. <laughs> he, Diego Marlon was put on notice. I'll have you know. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Get the glitter pen out. Have I've you got, got it? The glitter pen, <laughs> mate. Oh, dude. No, no, I've got it. Have you got it? I've Come got on, it, quick. Because I wanted to get it out for Bubba. Come on, get it out. He's put that division on notice. <laughs> I have my daughter's red glitter pen that I first used the yeah, other week when I was talking. Who, who put something on notice then? Who was the, who was the problem? Oh, who did we put on notice oh, then? Oh, it was the guy who describes ever as a problem. Oh, oh, yeah, of course, the Nigerian nightmare. There you go. There you are. The yeah. division was put yeah. on notice. There uh, no, so this weekend, there's no UFC. There's no Bellator. But there is free fighting for you. Free on Box ACB, Nation. A Box Nation we're on. I, th I, don't, I think you've got to have a subscription to Box Nation, but you can also have a uh, Fight TV app. And you can or find it online, watch it illegally well yeah either mate either. that's <laughs> it we'll stream gets paid so it's I fine I get paid no matter what so it's fine but Fight TV have got an app as well totally free and I'll periscope it for you guys yeah, if you yeah. want you can, you can watch it <laughs> you, can, you can you can even turn me down and you can commentate <laughs> I do bring a mate bring Buncey over <laughs> you and Buncey over, yeah. and Clarence yeah. Clarence can get involved <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I'm hoping Dolores from Five Star is going to come <laughs> and join could, us. She could huh? be over, come mate. on, Dolores, don't be shy. <laughs> oh, Doris, Doris, mate. Is it really Doris? It's Doris from Five Star. I thought, well, I thought there was Dolores. Oh, there might be a Dolores. Yeah. I, I only know Doris, really. 
I remember they got a, a Blue Peter Gold badge, That's and then right. there was some trouble with one of the band members. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think they, it got taken they off had them. To, and they also, they, they were the first ones on SMTV when they did live questions, and then somebody That's said, right. That's right. That's what they, they're most famous for, is yeah. getting rude questions I remember on that. Saturday morning yeah. TV. Anyway, yeah. do you know what? It's been nice catching up about our, <laughs> your knowledge and friendship with Five Star. He hangs out the stars, Frank Mir, and then Five Star. <laughs> Just Doris. The other ones don't really <laughs> hang around. We've invited them, but they, they, have, they haven't come. <laughs> Around that's it. Okay, so um, yeah, check that out this weekend, ACB, and that because uh, next week's show will be looking ahead to well, what a great matchup, oh, one of the man. great, what uh, great cards. Let's yeah, they keep, they keep they keep adding to it, and so obviously you got you got Ferguson versus Lee. Ferguson versus Lee. I can't wait to see just Ferguson fight again anyway. Anyway, Kevin but, that, so but the little bit of beef between those and also yep. Kevin Lee being such a dangerous fighter at that yep. weight class and rising. Uh, you got the uh, the match that was supposed to happen before, uh, mm. Demetrius Johnson versus Ray Borg. Ray Borg's back on that. They're back on. You've got, um, who else have you got? You've got the heavyweight fat, de- fight, fat Derek Brunson. Hey, 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 hey come on. De- Derek come Brunson. On. Not Derek Brunson, Derek Lewis versus yep. Fabricio Verdum. Yeah. Uh, Lando Vatan, Vatana. Do you remember the one who fought? Yep. Stepped in. He's he's up against somebody as well. Oh, it has de- to be. Those fights work the best when they're up against somebody. <laughs> he's shadow boxing for three rounds. <laughs> three rounds. <laughs> so, he's doing a dog display. Somehow show. he's lost. He's got finished. <laughs> That's right. That's it. But um, but the card's nuts. And uh, yeah, we, we can break that down yeah. this week. If you've got any questions for us, uh, maybe not involving uh, peeping at people in uh, swimming. Where does that come from? <laughs> and uh, Clarence, get fucked. Um <laughs> We uh, You've been put on notice, Clarence. Yeah, Clarence, you're on notice, son. Get the pen out, son. mate. Get the pen out. You're not a problem, Clarence. <laughs> you're not coming to Brian's next wedding singer performance either. No orange chai for you, my friend. All right, so uh, email us always as oc at ultimatecouchfans.com. Um, hey, I've almost forgotten. Next week, he's back with us, chatting to us on the phone, the Samster. Oh, Samster's back, mate. Um, he's been trolling me again, my friend. Bully me. Yeah, he's been saying that I've been avoiding him and avoiding that the, the, the deal we made next week on yeah, the show well, you will get my love letter to Daniel Cormier to Daniel Cormier and it has been written a while ago I promise it? this yeah. has been waiting for two yeah, weeks this, this, yeah. All right, it's been two weeks and it's less a love letter get ready for a poem what tune in next week oh my god <laughs>